mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. You already know the vibes, the vibes are live. This is Lord Juice Got Keyses, and this is the Key of Life Podcast. <laughs> ah, it's been a minute, about two weeks. Um, got me a new logo. Well deserved, well earned, um, long overdue. Um, wow, it's been a minute since I talked to y'all. What has happened since the last time I talked to y'all? Last time I talked to y'all, we watched the Multiverse of Madness. But then after the Multiverse of Madness, what has happened? I forgot my phone inside, so I cannot really go over what happened in the past two weeks that we haven't talked. But I know that the Golden State Warriors are going to the NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics are going to the NBA Finals. Um, I got hurt in my flag football game. Um, we are going to the playoffs in my flag football game as a sixth seed, even though we have a positive record. Um, you know, this is flag football for y'all. And um, that's really it. More has happened, though, but I'm going to get more to that when um, I go on the music vibe and I get my um, my phone from inside and just jot down, all, get all my notes that I had. Because there was a lot of stuff that went down. Uh, dang. But anywho, I've missed y'all. A lot has been here. There's been a lot of tragedies going on while we were gone. There's been a lot of things on the news. It's just been crazy. We've been living in a crazy world out here, bro. And that, I don't think we really appreciate what we really got going on right now. The, like, the moment right now, man. Because it could be taken away that easily. It could really be taken away that easily. But it's just me today on the podcast. Ain't got really much planned for you. I mean, I do have a lot planned for y'all. Because I'm about to go into some multiverse talking. Because that's kind of my favorite talk. Is just, just Honestly, just talking about the unknown. Talking about things that not really are known. But just the possibilities. Possibilities are unlimited, bro. And how could you not want to talk about them? How is that not exciting, bro? Like, when you just talk about stats and numbers and all that, it gets boring, bro. And it's just a big circle. So, we're going to talk about some... Uh, we're going to talk about that. The uh, multiverse. Um, and what that really... What I think that really means. After I watch this movie called... Um, everything... Everywhere, every... No. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Probably one of the best movies I've seen. Storytelling-wise. Probably visually too, um, but yeah. Then um, what else we have talked about? We have to talk about. We're gonna go into the Atlanta season finale about depression, uh, but that kind of co- coincides with the movie I'm talking about too. So it's gonna be a lot of uh, I should have what I should have done, or I should have done this, or I like that name of the podcast. I should have. That's gonna be the name of the podcast. I should have. But yeah, it's just me today. I hope y'all love it. Y'all know what we're going to get to going to. The vibes. And now that I'm back, and we're back and better, I'm going to start dropping two podcasts a week. Two podcasts a week because, you know, people love me. People want to hear me. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, big shout out to the following, the family. Um, we riding out together, man. Y'all know we how we do, man. So, I'm, you know how I'm going to do it. we go start this place off. Start this off with some good vibes. Get the vibes going. Uh, yeah. Way back, James Hard with the range on me, nigga. Way back, homie stars switching lanes. I thought we went way back. I can't get no rest. We in the house. I fall asleep with a tech. Stashing all the pills in my desk. Wearing every chain on my neck. We in the house. I can't get no rest. Come on. I ride around with a tech. Stashing all the pills in my desk. Ooh. 
Take a sip, take the rest. Right. Wearing every chain on my neck. We in the house. I can't get no rest. Come on. I ride around with a tech. Chill. Stashing all the pills on my desk. Wearing every chain on my neck. We in the house. from the camera but they'll be quick to turn that to a scandal i'm down in the meadows sliding down the waterfall creek to the ghetto need my real de janeiro and i'm swimming out that bitch like i felt with the medals so visit me yeah. i just built a castle d yeah, yeah. in them trees yeah. that's how i get them backwards free this right here's some savagery bend it back for me way way back for me way way back for me way way back for me Way, way bad for me
pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. I pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. Too late to set my demons straight. I know I made you wait. But how much can you take? I hope you see the God in me. I hope you can see. And if it's up, stay down from me. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry, Coco Got my smoothie. That's actually kind of important. Um, yeah. One more song, then I'm gonna get. We're gonna be talking. Uh, what else? What do I have to talk about today? I finally found my phone, so we're gonna get to. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about everything, everywhere. We're gonna review the Kendrick album. That's why I was playing a Kendrick song because we are gonna talk about this Kendrick album and how much of a masterpiece this is. 
and it, how much it was beauty. It was just beauty, chef kiss. So we're gonna talk about that because I wasn't able to talk about that with y'all. Um, there was more. We are going to talk about. We are also going to talk about Atlanta, Rich Wigga, poor Wigga. Um, and then, well, we're going to talk about Atlanta's last two episodes. They're, first of all, Atlanta really outdid themselves this season, uh, solidifying it as the greatest TV show ever. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about all that stuff. We're going to be able to talk about, is this going to be a good episode, man? I'm over here. I'm, I'm I'm geeking a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. So it's going to be a really good podcast. I'm trying to tell y'all. What we got planned up for this podcast is going to be really good. Specially invited guests me out Y'all been telling jokes that's gonna stress me out Soon as I walk in, I'm like, let's be out I was off the chain, I was often drained I was off the meds, I was called insane What an awesome thing, engulfed the shame I want all the rain, I want all the pain I want all the smoke, I want all the blame Cardio, audio, let me jog your brain Caught in the Audi home, we was all detained All of you Mario, it's all the game I'm so, I'm so reborn I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, ain't no stress on me, Lord, I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, I'm so, I'm so reborn, I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, ain't no stress on me, Lord, I'm
haunting me. Had me feeling all so low. Ain't no stopping you, no way. All things ain't like before. Ain't no stopping you, no way. Mm, no stress, yes, I'm so blessed and I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord. I'm back. We are here to talk about the greatest cinematic experience I've ever had in my bedroom. Yes, I am talking about the movie, everything, everywhere, all at the same damn time. I ain't gonna lie to you, that's not even the name of the type song, movie. <laughs> it's everything, everywhere. All at once. And basically, this is a movie, my perspective of this movie, I think this is a movie of the overthinkers. The overthinkers. People that got a million things going on in their mind. Um, so, we start off in the movie with an old lady, I'm not telling, I'm not, I'm not about to, I'm actually, I am about to spoil the whole movie, but I don't really remember these characters' names, because I really don't feel like remembering the characters' names, I've only seen the movie twice, um, but it starts with the main character, is an older lady, she's, um, she's the owner of a laundromat, and she's the owner of a laundromat, she lives upstairs with her family, she has a daughter, a husband, and a grand um and her father, so it's four people living there, and they're getting ready for the night, and they have to go to a tax audit. They're getting ready for the night is a party tonight for her father, a uh, birthday party, birthday party. So the movie starts off. First of all, I like how this movie starts off because it's in segments. It's in a story. It's basically it's a pure story, bro. Like I mean, all movies are pure story, but this one is like. Chapter one, everything. So we get into the movie. And we don't know what's going on, to be honest. Everything is kind of weird. It's kind of up and down. It's just like a whole bunch of stuff going on. It just seems like a normal family having a rough day, a mother that has a lot on her mind. And she's just, it's about an Asian mom, too. 
So I don't really know much about Chinese culture. I ain't finna over here talk, talking about Chinese people because I don't know what they do. But I've seen tendencies. But no, I'm not even going to do that. Nope, I'm going to stop that right there. I am not getting canceled before I even get started. So, I mean, I probably said a lot of things earlier in the past that could have got canceled. But um, there's a lot of things on her mind. She's very, you know, fast-paced. She's not really paying attention to what everybody else saying because she has a lot on her mind. She's trying to do a lot of things. So, her daughter is trying to tell, uh, her daughter is actually a, a lesbian. So, she's trying to tell her mother that, you know, it's okay if her um, girlfriend is able to come to the party. And the mother is like, I don't know what the mother's talking about. She just has a lot going on. She keeps on walking around. So, it's, mainly, it's really starting off as the mother and the daughter are really distant. The mother and the daughter are really distant. So. They're really distant, and they don't really talk much. You know, she doesn't really answer the questions that the daughter has to say. Uh, and she's very aggressive to her husband, not very lovable to her husband. And it starts off like that, and you can see, like, you know, you can see the tone. I like how they started off because there's a lot going on. There's a lot just fast-paced camera switching, boom, every time, boom, boom, boom. There's just different camera, camera angles every time, just watching, like, her just stress out and everything. There's a time where she just goes in her zone. And blanks, you know what I mean? And just goes in the days and thinks about, you know, just thinks. And then, boom, she comes back to realization and she got to get stuff going and stuff. So, we understand that in the movie, that it starts off with a very distant woman who's not really close to everybody and feels like she has to do stuff at all times. You know what I mean? Stuff has to get done at all times. So, the movie starts getting trippy and, sh uh, the movie, uh, the first chapter scene uh, segment, I mean, I, yeah, not chapter, though, because it wasn't the first chapter that ended. Before the scene changes, you see the husband have divorce papers. Something weird happens in the middle of that, too, though, but we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. He has divorce papers ready to divorce the, um, his wife. You know what I mean? And she doesn't even know it yet. So here comes... They go to the tax audit, the tax audit, and they're going, you know, see all the stuff that they spend their money on and doing tax bullshit. I don't, it was, you know, tax bullshit. You know what I mean? They're doing a bunch of tax stuff, <laughs> and what's called, it came to the conclusion that the lady has spending habits and stuff, and she gives, she quits too much. Basically, she tries stuff, tries something, and she just quits. So. We have a scene in the elevator, which gets kind of trippy. The dad ends up going into a like a switching gears in the mind, and he ends up talking to the lady, puts two headphones in her ears, and starts a, and just starts her like watch her, starts her like has her watching the whole her whole life in a movie. It was kind of very scary to think about it though, because it just happened at once. It was like boom, boom. Her whole life was in the movie, and she watched it, and she had the two headphones in her ears, and he gave her a piece of paper which was the divorce papers, but instead on the divorce papers, on the back it had uh, notes on it, like written on it and stuff. So we get into the um, the tax audit. They're talking about all the stuff she spent money on. And that's where the movie starts. <laughs> that's only where I'm going to stop Stop that. It starts off like that. And then everything, he's, they explain the whole movie. So we get to the... Uh, Let's get into the characters. The mother. Very distant lady. 
she wasn't really the movie. It was the best card, probably character development I've seen in the movie since I don't know when. Dude, with all the backstories, it felt like I felt like every answer, every question I need to answer got answered. But she had the most development. She started off as a very cold, distant person, and at the end, she became a very loving person. I'm not gonna explain. I'm not gonna uh, spoil the movie because there's a lot of trippy stuff that happens in the movie. But um, forget really the movie because what I wanted to talk about is the meanings I see inside the movies. They're like the different type of symbol symbolism I see in the movie. So. The evil villain in the movie basically was somebody trying to get her to um, look at this black hole, which is nothing like life means nothing. Life has no meaning. You know what I mean? Nothing matters, basically. It's basically a deep, dark depression of like just sat, like pure black. It has everything you wanted, though. Like, so basically, it was a. What is that thing called? You eat in the mornings. I do not eat these things at all. I do not eat these things at all. Bro, what is it? <laughs> oh, man. It's not a honey bun. It's not a... um. It's not a donut. It has a big circle. Bro, I don't even know. I genuinely don't know what that's called right now. <laughs> oh, man. It's not a biscuit. It's not a... um. Bro, that's wild. That is wild. So, anywho, it has everything. In the middle is just a black hole. Going into emptiness, going into darkness, basically depression. And then on the other side, it was uh, googly eyes. Basically means nothing matters. Life is meaning. Life, life means nothing. But it's in like in a loving way though, basically. Like nothing matters. Everything nothing really matters. <laughs> it's just like nothing matters in the happy tone way. Like you can express yourself freely, you can be freely, just be yourself. And nothing matters, really. Like at the end of the day. So we have those two two different things that we go and I look at it as yin and yang, basically. These two different items. I forgot what that first thing was. It was a simple food item that I just cannot remember. I just can't put my hand on. And it's so basic. I probably, not, I feel like an idiot for not knowing what it is. Uh, food item. What is that food? Bro. Bagel. It was a bagel. It was a bagel. <laughs> so, yeah, the bagel had everything on it. In the middle of the bagel was a dark black hole of nothing. Depression. Wow, that took me so long to think of bagel. All right. Um, and then the other side was googly eyes. And we've seen that in the first scene of the movie. The googly eyes everywhere. And um, the dad said, I put it there. And she said, why? Because... It's fun. He's that's what that's all he said. It was fun. So we get to the we see those two things, man. It's just beautiful how those those two things just 
were just simple things, but it meant so much in the movie. It's just crazy how a movie can really expand those things and make a freaking bagel seem important, bro. That's one thing I love about, like, I love true art, bro. The superhero culture has definitely got oversaturated. I was a huge fan at, at first. I still am a fan, but it's definitely oversaturated. But uh, having a fresh movie like this is something that you just need. It really rewired my brain. Low-key, it, re it rewired my brain. Because a simple bagel and googly eyes meant so much more than any, like anything in the whole entire movie. So, what I got from this movie, though, that I really, this is the reason why I felt like I had to share this movie, because the, the woman, she was at her lowest. She was about to get her whole house uh, taken away, her whole business and house taken away. She's about to divorce her husband. But at the end of the day, it, like, everything was crashing down at her once. And what I got from this movie, because it really starts talking about the multiverse, and when I talk about the multiverse, it kind of kind of proved my point of what I said last episode, that multiverse is basically decisions that you shouldn't, that you didn't take. That's all it is. The multiverse is just and when we think about the universe, this is how I think about the universe. The universe lives inside of us. We are the universe. So everything we see outside, like from our own eyes, is perceived whatever we make it. If we think we're in a movie, we can act like movie stars the entire, our entire lives. Like our universe is li lives inside of us. So when she was thinking about going through the, traveling the multiverse, she was thinking about all the decisions that she could have made. And then it was kind of cool because this is the true, the real movie. This honestly movie put uh, Doctor Strange 2 into shame. Um, I promise you, it put Doctor Strange 2 in the shame. So, the movie is, like, it talks, it showed all her, like, every time she did something weird, it broke off into the multiverse, into something that she gained a new skill. Every single time she did something weird. So, every time she, there was, there was an example where she was um, in a situation, and she sniffed a fly in her nose. Just to get out of the situation because it's crazy to tell the thing. Yeah, I said it. She sniffed a fly in her nose. And she ended up having what's called strong pinkies. It was the craziest thing ever in my life. And she ended up like, because you have to see in the movie that she has to do something. Every time she did, like I said, every time she does something crazy or something different, she unlocks something and uh, she goes and she go, multiverses into a different universe in her mind and she unlocks that ability. So, basically, at the movie, he's the basically in the movie. The husband says, "The reason why you're so different from all the other ones I see in the universes is because you don't have anything special about you. That makes you limitless. It makes you have so much pot potential. You can do anything." And then come think about it, like when you feel like you ain't got you really at your lowest, you can't do nothing. You really all you can do is go up. Basically, just go up. Um. So yeah, that was that was a great scene. That was one. Uh, that was really a true great like mo like explanation in the movie. There was another one where um, it's actually the most important. This is kind of my key to life, honestly. But I'm gonna say it at the end. 
But the husband, there was a situation in the movie where uh, the woman got arrested. And when she got arrested, the husband was talking with the lady. And basically, you know what I mean, just talking to her, explaining what was going on, whoop de whoop de whoop And the lady let him go. And that's crazy. And everybody was like, yo, and I was in the movie watching the movie, like, yo, let her, she, she's gone. Good. So they go to the back scene. I'm not going to explain the back scene because honestly, you have to watch the movie. I'm not going to spoil the movie. And she's, he's talking with the, uh, he's talking with her. This is basically him in the universe where uh, they didn't end up getting together. She ended up staying with her father instead of leaving the, uh, leaving to go to America with uh, the husband. So, they end up staying in China, and they end up breaking up. And this also shows, this also has, gives me a feeling like everybody we meet in our life, we're supposed to meet in our life. Truly. Like, every single person, like, in every single universe, she always had um, her husband in, the, in it. And it was, like, a really beautiful thing just watching that. So, um, there's a scene where he's like, you think I'm weak, don't you? Because the way she kind of treats him, she doesn't treat him really with, like, any type of respect. She thinks she's, like, she doesn't really trust. I don't know how it is, but it's just a very toxic relationship, as you can see. And he and he talks to her, and he's like, so, and this is the different universe where they're not together. And he's over there, you know, he's stunned. But she's stunned, too, though. She's a, she's a movie star, and he's, like, this billionaire, I guess. So he's looking at her and talking to her. He said, you think I'm weak, don't you? And she's like, and she didn't say anything. He's like, well, I'm not weak. I mean, I use my strength, and that's just being kind. Whenever I'm at my my back's against the wall, I just be kind. You know what I mean? Just being kind, being understanding, and compassionate it can take you a long way. It can actually make the situation a lot better. So at the end of the day, what this was trying to explain to us, will explain to me that it kind of spoke to me the same thing I always try to preach to people. It's just the... Love, basically love, Compa being compassion, compassionate, just being kind to people, being understanding. That's what saved the entire, entire that's what literally saved the entire multiverse. <laughs> it's being kind, bro. It's crazy that a lot of things happen when you're being kind. And I really wish I could have answered this question when I was talking with Ty when he asked me, how does it feel to be fit, like, like not to fit in, but just be able to, like, adapt to different situations and me i think it's just me being kind i mean people might believe some i seen a great post they said that oh snap i am so sorry that was nasty i did not like that sound but um our culture has accepted two huge lies the first is if you disagree with someone's lifestyle you must fear or hate them the second is to love someone means you have to agree with everything they believe or do both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. Exactly. All you gotta do is just be understanding. That's what makes the whole world go round. If you understand the person's situation, you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to, you know, I mean, boost them along with it. Just understand the situation and be understanding and be like, alright. And I feel like that's one of the biggest traits I have. I like unless you're like pure hatred. I can't rock a hatred. You know what I mean? But you might believe something else. You might have different religious beliefs. You might have different 
um, political beliefs, but you have your reasons for having them. I mean, why am why am I mad for you having your um, you believing something different or having a different thought or different belief or just being different? You know what I mean? Just like you have being your way, being you basically. Why am I mad for you being you? Why wouldn't I not like for me being you? For you being you. If you want to be you, be you. Like, I can't change a person. I don't have to hate the person. I, I mean, just understand why you can't. I mean, really, I, it's not my place to understand why you're doing it. I can just, if you have your reasons, you have your reasons. Now, this is out of no reason? Then really, like, that's just foolishness. <laughs> if you don't have a reason for it, then that's really just foolishness. But, yeah, that's how I see it. Being kind. That's all you got to do is be kind. And that's basically, that's crazy, crazy that we even were able to, like, the world, the multiverse is saved by kindness and a hug. <laughs> and, bro, when they hugged, bro, that broke me into tears, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. This movie, like, really had me shed tears, bro. There's not, there's not a lot of movies that can really make me shed tears like that, bro. Little technical difficulties. But, yeah, there's not a lot of movies that can... Make me shed tears like that. There's some scenes in Sentai that I did. There's some other movies I have, but I haven't. I never. I haven't cried to a Marvel movie. Mm. But I've cried to. Yeah. This movie was touching. On to different parallel universes. Because this, what happened in this show was basically a parallel universe. It was like a Twilight Zone mo uh, episode. But we're going to talk about the Atlanta FX episode. And Wowzers, these last two episodes were crazy, bro. Um, we talked Rich Wigget, uh, Poe Wigger. Light-skinned kid who has a black father and a white mother. Um, basically, it starts off the movie at first. The black kid, um, the kid is on an Xbox party, and he's saying racial terms to a Basically, black kids on the Xbox. And then he gets mad and turns it off. So it already starts off kind of weird. But the kid's, kid's light-skinned. He um, has a black father, white mother. Hangs out with all the white kids. Um, and that's how it starts off. It gets kind of weird, though. Because in the movie, in the TV show... Kevin Samuels was in the TV show, and it's a week after he passed away. And he's saying, the first thing he says is knock him dead. That was scary. <sighs> Alright, it really felt like I was in the Twilight Zone. But anywho. He basically comes in and does the greatest thing ever. He comes in, he says, I am paying for everybody. Um, everybody's going on full scholarship. And everybody starts clapping. And then he says, who's black? <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. So he gets into that. He gets into, um, that, he doesn't get into the movie, but he gets into talking about how everybody, he's going to have a tryout for everybody who's, uh, who's trying to get into a scholarship. They're going to come into the gym. And the light-skinned kid thinks he's able to do it just because his dad's black. So they get in there. They start asking him questions. He doesn't know the answer to none of the black questions. This is crazy black questions. Like, it's funny uh, black questions. It's like, um, 
It's about talking about Spade. It's talking about how much is in Arizona. <laughs> it said, yo, mama, your mama. And, bro, it's, it's, bro, it was the funniest thing ever. So, basically, the, the episode was talking about how people only be black when it's useful to them. They only try to be black when it's useful. Because when they were lined up in the movie, uh, when they're lined up at the uh, at the gym, they're asking. There was a bunch of white kids that are trying to get in there too to play, going as like try to get the free scholarship because it would benefit the black people. You know what I mean? Like, so basically, at the end of the movie, at the end of the show, I keep on calling this movie because I keep on th- I keep on thinking about uh, everything and everywhere. At the end of the show. The black the kid never got the scholarship. I mean, he wasn't black clearly. Uh, he ended up working at Best Buy. Uh, <laughs> and he ended up turning black. <laughs> like he started getting wet. He started using the wave. Uh, the wave uh, thing. You know, he had two pig in the mouth. He started getting tats. He got a lineup and everything. It was hilarious. But at the end of the movie, it was probably one of the funniest scenes ever. They was having a little battle off against in the uh, some black kid that Nigerian that couldn't. They didn't make the cover being black because he's from Africa. He doesn't really know all these culture things, these uh, so-called uh, gatekeeping black people thing that black people try to gatekeep. I ain't gonna lie to you. That is kind of funny, though, how black people try to be gatekeepers to black people. I mean, there's things where it's just outline. Okay, like, yo, he's... What did Dr. Uh, Dr. Umar say? His, his coon chip is clearly activated. So there are some people like that. But there are some people that just don't really, you know, they're from Africa that didn't really grow up with that black, that culture. You know what I mean? They did what they African parents did. So, um, not saying I'm one of them. I have a country, I have a country as dad too. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I know all the country shit too. But anywho, the kid, the African kid, um, was going into battle with the, the white kid with flamethrowers. They started getting crazy. Yeah, bro, it's crazy how I just say those things so casually. Like, yeah, they started fighting with flamethrowers. Uh, <laughs> and the cop comes, and he ends up shooting the African kid in the situation because the he didn't shoot the light-skinned kid because the light-skinned kid was light-skinned. You know what I mean? He, he wasn't really target for the cop you know we're getting to the police brutality as on how that's clearly a thing and black people always get the wrong no i don't want to get i don't want to get into this not now but yeah he's shooting the black kid and kevin samuel comes in he says yo getting shot by the cops is the blackest thing you could do Here's your full. <laughs> Get the man a full scholarship, bro. That was the funniest thing I ever seen in my life, bro. Yeah, bro. But no, that movie, that episode was crazy, man. Then there was the Van episode at the season finale. Van, uh, she's been acting weird all season, but we come to find out that she changed her whole identity. She started tripping for real, and she just started doing stuff out of just recklessness, and because she didn't feel like she knew who she was, kind of ties into the into the multiverse thing because she kind of switched to something in her brain just switched where she turned into a different person a completely different person it kind of goes with 
movie that happened because in every scene she was turning into a different person. But she was into some weird shit that I don't even want to know I, I can talk about. She was over there cooking hands. She was uh dating this one white guy who was, I don't know, bro. She was beating people up with a uh, baguette, like those big long breads, bro. Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was one of the wildest episodes I've ever seen. It was a good ending, though. It talked about depression and how, feel, how it is to feel lost. Um, yeah, it's... Film has been crazy. The stuff I've been watching has been crazy, but it's been really been some good content. <laughs> it's really been some good quality content, man. Um... I haven't been watching anything else. I never watched Stranger Things. I don't even watch Stranger Things. Um, last time I tried to watch it, I was in bed with a girl, and I fell asleep with her. She was a very pretty girl, and I never talked to her again after that. Uh, <laughs> I felt asleep, like we was chilling, watching Stranger Things. I was super tired. I think it was the middle of the uh, football camp, and I just fell asleep, bro. I just couldn't take it. I didn't. We didn't do anything. I just fell asleep, bro. She was over there for like 10, 15 minutes, and I fell asleep. Um, Dang, that's crazy. Football camp, man. Y'all don't want to get me on football camp. <laughs> and, yo, I ain't like to y'all. Yo, I was really, yo, it was one of those situations where it was like, I've been wanting this girl for come over for a minute, too. <laughs> yo, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yo, that's crazy. That's insane, bro. Like, I've been, I was wanting her for a minute, too, bro. And I finally got my, spot, my shot, bro, and I fell asleep on her, bro. I fell dead asleep. Golly. Um, <laughs> dang, my college days, I ain't going to, I can make a whole entire, I can talk, bruh, them college days were wild. Uh, rest in peace, Reverend Dial. That's a, ooh, yeah, Reverend Dial, man. She, he did pass away. He was our team chaplain, but he was, he really had a, he was a he was a loving person, bro. He was a very loving person, man. He was like a grandfather, man. And it sounds kind of sad, but I never had a grandfather. Yeah, now it's, yeah, I never had a grandfather. I never got to meet any of my grandfathers. So being able to actually like actually like have somebody that was like a grandfather figure, an old wise person. He was a very wise, loving person. I actually, did we did the podcast with him actually. And I didn't feel right posting the podcast I did with him because it's just like, it's not feel like it's an appropriate thing to try to use somebody's death as like a, a promo for my podcast. I didn't, I truly didn't feel com, I didn't feel comfortable doing that, so that's why I didn't do that. But yeah, Reverend Dow, he's a, he was a, he was a great man. He was a very, very wise, understanding person who didn't judge you. Even at my lowest, I could, I feel like me, me and him set a relationship. He still. He felt for me, you know what I mean? He, I felt like he always tried to look out for me because he knew I was, he knew me since I was a, a freshman in college. Like, he's been there since I was a freshman in college. So it was like, we gained that, we built that, um, we just built that entire relationship. And yeah, it's just, rest in peace, Reverend Dow, man. I remember there was one situation, man. Uh, it was, it was a very crazy moment, man. There was a situation where, um, 
there was a problem on the field, and we had one of our players. Oh, uh, we had one of our players actually uh, get put off the team, and we didn't agree with it. None. Some people didn't agree with it. Some people thought it was the right thing to do. I mean, there was a big divide in the middle, like the middle of the football team. Um, and then the day after that happened, because it was unannounced, we didn't feel like it was right. We feel like the the punishment was too harsh. So at the end, of, um, so when that when the news broke out, we ended up uh, we had the meetings and we were like all confused. We we're like, hey, yo, like. What's going on, bro? Like, everybody was heated. Bro. It was the craziest day ever in e ETSU. Everybody was all heated. Everybody was, like, everybody was just going against each other and stuff. And our head coach never showed up. He never showed up. He sent in Reverend Dow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> he sent in Reverend Dow, bro. Anyway, so when he sent in Reverend Dow... Reverend Dahl didn't really understand what was happening. He just got the news and he walked in. And he was just as confused as I Hey, <laughs> yo, he walked in. He said, hey, everybody, you know what I mean? I don't know what's going on, but I think we should just be positive. Just think of, uh, you know, just, just get, gather, get together, you know what I mean? Be a team. And then we was all yelling at him. Yeah, man, fuck that, bro. We don't want to talk to you, bro. Where's Coach Torbush, bro? We trying to talk to him, bro. Where he at, bro? Hey, we was all cussing the, the team chaplain at, bro. It was the craziest moment, bro. <laughs> it was so wild, man. We was over there just mad as hell, bro. Everybody was just like, yo, man, we don't want to talk to you. What are we talking to you for? He said, I, he said, I, guys, I don't really understand what's going on. He's like, no, 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 no. We want to say, we want to talk to the um, head coach, bro. Yo, that was probably one of the funniest moments in ETSU history, bro. <laughs> I was sick, bro. When you look back at it, because Yo, it was just an innocent person who just got in the way of everybody. Everybody was uh, frustrated, and he just got in the way. And we didn't. And he didn't understand why he was like. He said basically our coach set him up for failure. <laughs> it was so messed up though, but um, yeah, man. Rest in peace, Reverend Dial. Uh, wow, I got on for an hour and talked on here, man. Good quality movie. So I feel like everybody should be able to t check out the movie. Um. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and check out Atlanta. And my key this week is just be kind to each other, man. You don't have to, you don't, like I said, you don't have to lie to the person. Be true, but you can still be understanding and don't really care. I mean, just be understanding. Be kind. Nothing wrong with being kind. I mean, kind doesn't, you don't have to be nice. Nice and kind are two different things. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm nice, but I am kind. <laughs> I really don't think I come off as nice at all, but I am kind. You know what I mean? I try to be understanding. Uh, but it's all perspective, though. And that's key, because I'm key. And this was the Key Life Podcast.